Um, ha ha. Hey, everyone. How are you? Um, as if they can hear me and <laughs> respond to me. Welcome back to the final episode of the Black Stalgia podcast. My name is Kelby. Over there is Sunil. What up? Over there on the boards is Chris. What it is. And Devion's not here today. He's out and about. Um, but, you know, there's a seat right here for him whenever he wants to come back. We miss you, Devion. Okay. All right. He's so, definitely not doing anything during COVID, though. Come on now. <laughs> He's out praying. <laughs> That's true. But he not at a church. A church. <laughs> He's on you, his own. Why would you think that about that black king? Socially distanced by himself in a park. That's a fact. Uh, you know, singing to kids that <laughs> are losing their lives right. and things. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. It's a very powerful thing, in my opinion. And he's wearing a mask because it takes all of us. Well, to be honest with you, he's wearing two masks. <laughs> it's true. Um, all right. You guys are alive and well? I'm living, breathing. I'm uh, blessed and highly favored. Yo, you work like a regular job. I do. Work at nine to five. I remember a couple months ago, they were doing the whole, like, if one person has COVID, the whole thing shuts down for, yep. like, two weeks. Is that still the sitch? Still the situation. Really? Yes. But that, that essentially means that for a while now, nobody has had COVID at, at your least, job. At least in my branch, yeah. Wow. We're getting tested weekly, too. Uh, are you getting tested on-premises? Yeah, it's like a self, self-test. So if somebody did have it, could they not just send them back home and keep everybody working or supposedly like by contact, if you're in the same branch, everybody that may have come in contact with that person, we have to shut. Sh- everybody has to go home for at least 10 days. You know, the numbers are going down by a lot. Right. Right now. I mean, there's a lot of things going on with the vaccination. I think people are, you know, just, I think they figured out how to treat it. That was like the biggest thing is just. But it's not treating numbers. It's positive case numbers that have gone down. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe they're testing less. Mm. (laughs) I had a theory and my exact thought. I'm not going to say it right now. If we had like a paywall behind this, I would say my exact thought. But I had a theory, which is my exact thought is happening. Like that at this point in time, the numbers would go down, so on and so forth. I'm not bro. Gonna... You too mysterious to to us not to have a paywall to not say it. I'm not gonna say it, man. The mystery. Stay tuned for <laughs> like a paywall in the future. And you say, you know, it's crazy. I was thinking this thing. It was crazy. <laughs> uh, that's a fact. I understand the world that we live in. Okay, if you bring up COVID, it has to be a specific thing. Fauci approved. Okay, and I understand. I know what YouTube does to people who say the word COVID. True. And you're not, you're, yeah. But I did notice one thing. Teachers, students. I got a a Twitter notification the other day that said the CDC is removing certain guidelines. So it's not six and restriction. That's right. It's not six feet anymore for students at school. It's three feet. Nice. And I think high school sports are back. Yeah. Which is huge. I went to Denny's today and I saw people sitting inside. Ooh. I think that's already been changed. Gyms are starting to open back up. It's just they have a limitation on how much, uh, how many people, like it can't be 100%. It's like 10%, 25%. I'm so happy to go back to Planet Fitness. I got a little gym bay there. Hey. (laughs) She doesn't know that 
She's my Jinbei, but uh, she works at the front desk. IG's been, I mean, look, it's only been elite IGers that have been able to put, post up IG workout videos. Mm. So now the IG workout videos game is about to pick pick back up. Nah, bro. You, if you go to Crunch, you've seen the amount of booty on mm. on Instagram because mm. I have I posted. But what? <laughs> but, what <laughs> but what I'm saying is the the LA Fitness IG, the um, Gold's Gym IG, they're all coming back now. And there's some, oh yeah, you know, there's some strength in those IG. Pages. Oh, it's <laughs> it's back. Um, are you guys planning to do anything for the summer? Because it's about to be lit. I'm gonna go insane this summer. Oh yeah, I'm like I'm. I ate bad for the past two weeks. I'm back on my veggies tomorrow. Believe it or not, about three weeks ago, I had two abs poking. That's how wow. good I was doing. Like Look the very top ones. Um, Look the bottom looked a mess. Okay. But the we top only highlight two. the top, man. It just looks like you spill something. Yeah, no, that's a fact. Yeah, it's, it just looks like a, paint, a, paint, a painting that just like melted. Um, but the top half of it, solid. You know how ladies like put their gym pants all the way up to their throat? That's what, I was, <laughs> that's what I was doing. Yo, but hey. tomorrow I'm back on the regular, regular veggies and chicken and a little bit of rice. You know, I heard black people ain't supposed to eat starch too much. This summer, I'm going to walk outside with confidence. I'm stealing everybody, girl. Wow. It's going to be me, Sweetie, and J-Lo. And Trey. Trey? Songs. That's Mr. Steal Your Girl. I'm sorry, Trey. Cool. <laughs> I shot the fired right now. Be careful, because you know Trey will come at anybody. No, that's a fact. <laughs> I'm actually scared right now. <laughs> I'm so scared. I'm <laughs> Tomorrow's an apology video. Yo, yeah. Hey, Trey's at the studio right now listening to you being like, <laughs> hey, and you know what? And you know what's bad about Trey? He's gonna make it sound so beautiful that yeah, you gonna is. rock this. You gonna be listening to the song. He's, gonna, right. he's gonna hear me right back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fight him though. <laughs> hey. uh, yeah, it's going I'm gonna look like uh, like Tiger's IG the, at the end of this year. Yeah, you seen Tiger on IG? I haven't. I actually checked out Big Sean after last week's episode, and I was like, okay, I know oh, what Kelly was talking dumb about. Dumb swole. Yeah, for a little guy, he's dumb swole. Yeah, he. You know who else had that? He he reminds me of what happened with Wiz Khalifa. Because remember, Wiz Khalifa was just a skinny yeah, that, dude, yeah. and then he got all like yoked. He's not yoked, but he's thicker for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like he's a bigger dude now. Um, but Big Sean, I think, could probably just knock out Wiz Khalifa. Oh no, Wiz Khalifa's training. He's oh, been in. Huh? He's been in that MMA for a while. Oh, he's in MMA. He's been tra- training mixed martial arts for a minute. Damn, he might get sweetie off of me. <laughs> I'm say that's the most likely. Why you say that? Because <laughs> you, you. <clears throat> Next question. Hey, you are you, and. <laughs> This is breaking news. Uh-oh. The real reason Quavo and Sweetie aren't together <laughs> is not because of Quavo. It's because of Kelby. That's a fact. I told Sweetie. <laughs> so in the DM. I told Sweetie, you about to fall for me like Joe Biden on the mm. steps. <laughs> Three yeah, times. Talk about that real quick? <laughs> Three times. Because I never laughed so hard in my life. Hey, hey, hey and uh, Joe Biden, take care. <laughs> what I love the most real, is he got right back up and he was just like, "Yo, salute." <laughs> you seen the meme where it's the the granny elevator up the stairs to the Air Force One? <laughs> the best one I saw was uh, there was a there was like a voiceover. I think it was um, 
DJ Michi, or, and he at the top is like, you better not laugh at me or I'm going to take away your stimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, for the people who thought he only had two years left in him, he actually, that little thing showed that he got all four years because he got up so fast and then fell so fast. Man. And then got up so fast and then fell again so fast. Look, I don't know because you don't know what was going on in the plane. I mean, he could play it <laughs> off, but hey. He was probably laughing. Him and Doctor. <laughs> or like, dang it. Oh, no, I'm going to keep that to myself. <laughs> Kamala Harris is probably like, <laughs> put, Yo, some more butter on, put some more butter on that. Yeah. I've seen like, she's like measuring the curtains. I've seen that meme where she's like measuring the curtains. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, no, Joe's looking pretty good, man. He got back up, saluted us all. He didn't even crack a smile. He didn't mm-hmm. even cry. He was just like, yo, you know what? Fallers fall. Yo, can you imagine if Trump fell like that? <laughs> yo, he, he he shimmied down the stairs that one time, and it was like all over the national yes. press. Did he really? Yeah. Remember, they even talked about they said, Joe Biden. The, he was That's the shots. most racist fall <laughs> since racism existed. Hey, man. Hashtag blame Trump. It was Trump's fault. He hit a golf ball. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> um, did you guys see the video that's going around where this this guy, he's saying uh, there's like clean water in Africa and yet there's no clean water mm-hmm. in Flint. And mm-hmm. then people were like, damn, you're really going to make fun of Flint like that. And I was like, well, I don't think he's making fun of Flint. You guys make fun of Africa all the time. <laughs> I think he's exposing that, hey, we we need to take care of uh some problems in a home. Mm-hmm. I mean, Flint water could be lit on fire. It's crazy. It could be lit on fire yeah. right now. I think so. Like they can't drink that stuff. No, Obama. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Come on, man. Obama took that sip. Obama did take that sip. He twice. took the sip of the Dasani from Flint. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was imported from DC. He brought that <laughs> bottle with him. He just poured it in a Flint cup. So Flint still don't don't got good water. Mm-mm. You know, the only thing that I can understand about it is that I'm imagining that the piping in the entire freaking city is messed up, and that does not get fixed overnight. Right. I mean, the water itself. How do you like if the water? If I the thought sources it was the piping, of, and the, I think there's the sources of water around Flint because like they're covered by all of those, the like, Great Lakes. Great Lakes. That's good fresh water, though, right? I'm not sure. I don't know exactly. To be honest, I don't know. It can't be Great Lakes if it's not good water. Fair enough. No, I don't. I, I don't know this, if the sources are dirty, but for sure the pipes. And it, I know it's not supposed to get fixed overnight, but I mean it's been some years. Yeah, but that we're talking about an entire city. <clears throat> but if like you know you you, you remember like uh, maybe not you remember they only have one telethon. I think is the real mm-hmm. where that have, money go? Exactly. Probably the first fifty feet of the yeah. city. <laughs> Sean King probably rolled up in there. Yo, let me get that. Oh, he yeah. definitely wrote a book about it. Oh, he did? I'm just, yeah. I was about to say, <laughs> him and Derek Jackson. Yo, let's talk about that. <laughs> uh, Derek Jackson, for those who don't know, maybe you can pull it up on that big screen, Chris. Oh, you're kind of far away from it. Okay. Yeah, I can't reach that. <laughs> so Derek Jackson, that buff short guy uh, on the internet who loves to dog men out. You slimy, slimy bastard. Tell me why, Kelby. He has sat on his phone in his car for years now. T- 
telling our queens, you got it, our queens, that we're horrible trash and they need to leave us. Do you know how many people probably destroyed their lives with good men, with good 401ks? Uh, probably because nobody worth it. Come on. <laughs> because Derek Jackson with an X told them that he ain't no good. But now, ho, but now, secrets exposed, Derek Jackson with an X. Sleeping with a concubine in your own family bed. Wow. Oh, my. Chris, put uh, put a sound. <laughs> Wee. No, <laughs> click, click a button. Oh. That's right. <laughs> How could you, Derek Jackson? What a bum. Is he? Is he? Yeah. And he's 5'6". Look. Grifting is a way of life. And you can't get mad. You, look, if, he's, if people are buying into it, thinking that he's legit and he's real, that's a you problem. That's not a him problem. You have the choice to listen, pay attention, and, and do all that kind of stuff. If you ruin your relationships based off of somebody that has never met you, doesn't know anything about your situation, but somehow still ha- was able to drive a wedge, I don't blame him. That's like Chris Hansen touching kids. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Show your work. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. You know who Chris Hansen is. So I don't know... <laughs> To catch a predator. Yes. It's imagine him being a predator. Yeah, but the predator saying, Yo, what are you catching me for? I'm catching you. Man, this dude is just like every- <laughs> Hey, sometimes you gotta you gotta maybe it was a deep dive. He was doing research. But um <laughs> I'm talking about Derek, not not Chris Hansen. No, Derek Derek, it's streets is done for you, buddy. It's a rap. What's what's the streets been ta- saying ever since? Man, he he's got a bum. What are the ladies saying? Well, you, here's the thing. I think that we all recognize, I feel like more people recognize that he just panders to women For sure. than anything else. And I think even women recognize that. So I'm not, I didn't see anybody stand up for him the way that we stood up for Kirk Franklin when he yelled at his son. We talking about that too? I mean, we can. When Kirk Franklin yelled at his son and cussed him out, we all said, ah, sometimes you got a parent. Right. Right. When Derek Jackson gets into his familial bed and he gets the juices of another woman on his wife's sheets. You heard me. <laughs> That's a bum. That's a guy we have to take him to the back like old yeller. Okay, oh, let me relax in there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he 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 hurt you. He hurt you where it hurt. Yeah, he did. He did. Wow. Have you seen how big that guy's arms are? Nah, I don't actually know who it is. I'm so upset about it. <laughs> yes, so you've, you've never heard of him? Never. This guy's a bum. Well, we'll go one day, just type I'm going to look it up. Derek Jackson with an X. J-A-X. J-A-C-X. I mean, from what like you that. were telling me telling me about him, I mean, he sounds like, you know, just a swell guy that, uh, you know, mm. but. He's swole, that's for sure. <laughs> But uh, hey goodbye, man, goodbye to my sow. Facebook page, Reap Derek what Jackson. what you sow. Reap what you sow. That's a fact. Um, uh, what were we talking about before? Sorry, I slipped, I slipped into this. We were talking about Biden, but if we if we going into 
cultural battles, there was one last week that was was a doozy. Uh oh. We're talking it? about the cultural queens. La Reina. Cardi B. Okay. <laughs> and then the darling mm. of white Republicans. Candace O. Now, I didn't watch round three or round four of whatever this fight is. However, I understand the arguments. that Should we explain it first? Yeah. T- tell me a little bit about what's happening this time around. So, obviously, Cardi B and Candace O go, go way back. Mm-hmm. Besties. They've had uh, some squabbles over Twitter. Mm, noticeably, right around the time that, you know, Candace O has something that she needs to promote. <laughs> but um but this this most recent one was uh we were talking about the Grammys last week. Uh obviously Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion did a performance um where there was a lot of scissoring <laughs> and uh Chris play, play? <laughs> and um yeah, I mean it was a very video? provocative <laughs> performance. So obviously Candace Owens took the uh took the stage and uh, on twitter and you know went about talking about how um cardi b is a disgrace to the culture and you know clearly is just you know what's negative about the culture and is a disgrace to all women what does she mean by culture so supposedly cardi b is a representation of black culture even though she's not black cardi b is black is she She's half black. Oh, okay. Um, I asked that question because I think um, you can be a part of black culture and not be black. And I also think you can be black and not be a part of black culture. So the problem at hand here that I'm hearing is somebody like Candace Owens or Owen, whatever her name is who is prominent, and she's a smart girl. Um, She's black, but she doesn't identify with the black culture. And she has uh, words to say about it, but she's not a part of it. So she is criticizing something that she's not totally a part of. Now, I don't think that that's wrong for her to critique it either. But I'm saying it's going to make it a little bit more difficult for her to uh, get her point across because uh, the culture is the culture and it's not going to change. Somebody recently posted some lyrics that go way back, like, you know, 80s rap, 90s rap, Mm -hmm. things that so many people have said and what they've done at award shows. And it's very similar to what Cardi B and uh, Megan Thee Stallion have, have, have done. So you may not like it, which I think is acceptable. I think if you don't like black culture and, and what people, I, what people throw into the basket of black culture, which could be, you know, overly sexualization of, of people in music, or, you know, that kind of thing, just like the showiness or the flashiness or the entertainment part of it. Like, 
that's what people like to say black culture is. And if you don't identify with it and or don't like it, I don't hold that against you. But it is going to make it hard for people to be on your side because you're you're not a part of it and you're not really speaking on something that you've witnessed has changed. It's always been like that. See, I guess, you know, obviously I'm not black, but my from outside looking in, I think one of the biggest uh, issues with this uh, conversation is one defining what black culture is, because I think it gets represented as hip hop. But I don't necessarily think that that's a representation of just black culture. That's just the one that's most prominent. I mean. The Huxtables was also black culture. Sure. But that's Fresh what Prince I, Bel-Air is that's also what black I was culture. saying. That's what I was saying. Yeah. But unfortunately, what I think happens is when the conversation happens, uh, it's always goes to the most negative aspects or, you know, it, it, that's always what the argument is for one side is hip hop. And I think that that's where that's, the parameters need to be defined first because I think there's a lot of people just like you said that are are black that don't necessarily as- associate with hip hop music or they do they listen to it and whatnot but that doesn't necessarily mean that's how they're living their life or that's what they're promoting like mm-hmm. you know the Baptist church is is very very deep in into black culture too and they're you know against a lot of that um, aspect so I think you know I think one thing that that happens in to the black community is they get kind of boxed into a, a certain square mm-hmm. that not other races necessarily do. Um, you know, you could be you could be what like white culture is more prevalent. There's not just one thing that's considered white culture. There's not one thing that's considered Indian culture. There's not one thing that's considered Asian culture. But for some reason, you know, black culture happens to just always go back to you know hip-hop which has some issues but it also lifts a lot of people you know it's also a positive can be a positive thing as well so i mean yeah you know that's that's true um there's this movement happening now where it says black people are not a monolith yeah right and i think that that's a that's a solid movement if the intentions behind that movement are correct um, or are pure because black culture is always defined as things that the average black culture, the average black person on commercialized television is right. Like the big hair, the certain way of speaking, like, they make McDonald's commercials for black people, you know, and that kind of thing. Like, yeah, like, I mean, I've seen some pretty uh, McDonald's commercials and I'm like, I, I guess I appreciate the effort, but at the same time, it's just like, (laughs) I don't know. You can't win for trying, I I guess, you know, but, um, but it, it is ultimately true that there are, there are so many different types of people that are walking around that are black and they don't hold the same values, you know, and Cardi B and um, homegirl are, is, is the prime example of that, you know, and I don't necessarily think that Candace Owens is uh, l- less black because she doesn't like to see the stuff that, uh, that Cardi, Cardi B. B is doing. 
I don't have a problem with you not liking it because I myself, one time I went to an event and I looked around me and um, there was a lot of things that I just did not identify with. There was specific, you know, actions being done on the left, actions being done on the right. Mm. I looked forward in front of me. I was like, yo, I'm in the wrong place. Now, there was only black people there, but I definitely did not identify with everything that was happening around me. Now, the average person might come around and say, oh, but that's just black culture. You're not black. You don't fit into that. But, you know, there have been plenty of other black situations where I'm like, oh, I feel way better here. I feel at home here. Um, so I I think that their argument, um, though I understand it, it doesn't change anything. Yeah, I mean, it's Twitter again. Remember, we talked about how Twitter is not real, but... I think one of the problems is as a culture, and I'm not just talking about black culture. I'm talking about us as a culture. Let the media and Hollywood and, you know, the corporations dictate. We, we think whatever they, they are putting on the screen is an actual representation of what's real. And it's not driven by truth. It's driven by commercialism. So their goal isn't to represent in a way that's that's going to be factual or truthful or or um, help move a culture forward, their driving force is what's going to make us the most money. So in doing that, we can't sit there and think that whatever McDonald's does or whatever hip hop music does or whatever you know Hollywood movies present, they're not going to make a movie and put millions of dollars behind it if it's not going to be something that they feel like is going to sell. And unfortunately, controversy sells, um, you know, victimhood sells, struggle movies sell. Like all these types of things are things that they've seen that actually sells because it invokes a visceral reaction out of people. So then it's going to be on the blogs, it's going to be tweeted about, it's going to be on Instagram and, and whatever the case may be. The most shocking music, like WAP came out, and whether or not you like the song, it, you're talking about it. Even like Ben Shapiro's reading the lyrics on mm -hmm. his show. So it's mm -hmm. like, it's not... Well, don't say that name here. Oh, my bad. <laughs> BP. Um, um, but like, so I think that just because, that's why I'm saying like, I think that culture is being defined by the wrong people because you know, Clarence Thomas, who is a Supreme court justice, mm -hmm. first black Supreme court justice should be black culture. You know what I mean? Like, um, these entrepreneurs, like, you know, that, that have built, you know, successful businesses, they're black culture. So it's like, there's a lot of things that necessarily may not be in the public eye, um, that are a representation that I don't think, I think, we're just focusing on the negative, at least through this conversation. And um, I don't think that Cardi B or Candace Owens should be, are necessarily, they're just speaking to their experience or whatever they believe. That doesn't necessarily represent you. or Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and both can exist. For sure. And should um, exist. Should? Yeah. I think, I think that the extremes are important. The extremes are important because it helps it helps like you don't have a proper conversation unless the extremes are, are there. Otherwise you're just having a very like things don't change unless there's extremes. So there's benefits to that, but it's also up to 
the extremes can't take over necessarily, but they do help. Um, they do help, like uh, what's it called? Make sure that the conversation is is balanced. Balanced, exactly. Let me ask you this: Are Jewish people white? I don't think so. I think they are and aren't, depending on the who you're talking to. I think it depends where they come from, because there's Russian Jewish people, there's Polish Jewish people, there's German Jewish people, is from all over. I don't think they're con- they're defined by a race though, I th- mm-hmm. by the color of their skin. I think their race is defined by their religion, because they say Jewish people. But are they white? I think they're I think they're minorities, so they're considered not white. But they are considered white to some people. Right? I, I think that's a blanket statement. I don't think it. I don't think they're white. Only white. I think there's a bunch of different types of Jewish people. <laughs> huh? I think they're considered Caucasian, though. That's white. Yeah, but I think Caucasian just means from the Caucasus. That doesn't necessarily mean white, right? Well, when I looked up wh- white people. It said people f- pr- uh, specifically from Europe or people with white skin. Now, I brought that up to somebody, and they said, no, the white skin part is not correct. But uh, And I don't think Israel is considered Europe either. Israel is considered Mis- uh, Middle East. Yeah, that's true. Mm, but they have white skin. I mean, not all. Some are brown. Really? I mean, yeah. it's, it's like that with every culture. I think. Culture. I think when uh, there's a lot of is, is um, there's a lot of Jewish people that look Middle Eastern. Really? Yeah. Because you you got to think about that. That's the oh, like Syrian people, I guess. I mean, Palestine and Israel are right there. So I mean, it's not like oh, they don't look similar. You know what I mean? It's just like India and Pakistan and Bangladesh. We all look the same, even though you know Bangladesh and Pakistan are Muslim and India is mostly Hindu. Really? Yeah. There aren't slight differences. You know how in different Asian countries, you can, if you're like really far away, somebody from China and Japan and Korea can look very similar. But then when you get up close, you're like, ah, wait a second. I'm starting to notice different yeah, things. There's def- definitely s- subtle differences, but it's, it's not going to be towards somebody that's not in tune with the differences. But so if you see somebody who's from Pakistan... Are you going to recognize that? Not necessarily. Mm. But, um, I mean, obviously languages are different. Accents are going to be different. But, like, if you look at the, if you look at, like, the, the the sports teams, like the Indian cricket team, the Pakistani cricket team, like. Oh, cricket. Okay. Yeah. That, that's the main sport in, in these countries. Gotcha. Um, if you were to see them and they didn't have any jerseys on, you'd be like, that's just one team. But like, but you know, like, uh, big old team. (laughs) Right. Right. But, um, but yeah, I mean, but it's the same thing. Like, um, you know, most America, I would say the common American can't tell the difference between Chinese, uh, Korean, Japanese. Oh, I practiced that so hard in 2012. Yeah. But I started recognizing the differences. Right. Which, which, which they are for sure. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's just, that's just like. You have to be in tune with that to be able to tell the differences. But Absolutely. Going back to your original question, that's why I think like, yeah, there's Jewish is a religion that I don't think necessarily has a, a skin color mm. attached to it. Just like Christianity doesn't have a skin color. Muslim doesn't have a skin color. Hinduism doesn't have a skin color. I don't think religions 
have a skin color attached to it. I see. Jesus or shit, was Jewish, least. and he was from Africa. From Africa, so you know, there's so many stories about Jesus. There's there's stories about. So I guess in the Bible, there's 18 years where uh, mm-hmm. Jesus wasn't around, and so like my uncle actually told me that those 18 years was spent in India. Really, learning Eastern cultures because when he came back, he wore like clothes that were similar to Indian clothes. The way Eighteen he, years from thirteen to thirty-three. Twelve to thirty. 30. 12 to 30. Yeah. Everybody's claiming Jesus during those years is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Imagine if he went to Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> he came back here like, "Yo, y'all like Eminem?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, interesting. So he probably went to India. Could have. I don't know. Got him some new digs. Hey. Mm, interesting. Yeah, no, I asked that because, um, you know, as we start segmenting things more and more, I'm trying to find out who's who's who, you know, because Jewish people have gone through their own, you know, situations. Sure. Um, but I don't know if somebody... It, if somebody's going to turn around and say like, oh, well, you're white, but then they're going to say, well, you're Jewish. But you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think, is there a difference? I think I think the way that that should be looked at is we need to just stop categorizing people. Well, categorizing people is good and bad, you know, because I'm sure you're proud to be where you're from. True, but I don't think it dictates... I don't think that categorizing me dictates anything. I don't it does, think, though. How? Because, um, for example, if we're talking about Kamala Harris, right? You know, she fits into a certain category that's never done what she's done before. So maybe at some point in time, it may not matter as much, you know, because the first is the deepest cut all the time. But uh, right now, when things are still records are still being broken and things are still being represented for people who've never done X, Y, and Z before, categories matter. I think because they get pushed upon, because they get recognized and talked about. Well, sometimes they have to. I get. I mean, I mean, maybe. I think if if I did something and I fit in a category, you better talk about me. Yeah, but but th- that's in a selfish way, right? That's not talking about what's necessarily in betterment of humanity that's more talking about what's in betterment of kelby because you're gonna eat off of that for the rest of your life no because there's somebody else like me who probably just didn't expect that they could figure out what i did true representation matters but like but i don't know about i think that goes back to the problem of categorizing right because it's because having categories also means you exclude people from categories if there were no categories, then there would there theoretically could be less in exclusion. So what you're saying is you don't like borders. No, I do love borders. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about right now? <laughs> no, How'd you get me on this no, one, bro? I, no, I'm get, you get I got me him, on huh, this Chris? one? I got him. Yo, that was a setup from the start? I got him, huh? Because he said he don't like categories, but we're all American. No, I think that we shouldn't be defined. Like, I think that we need to stop... Um, Every conversation being around categories. I think categories matter. Like, I think country, uh, like, I love cheering for 
Team USA whenever it goes against anything like that. Mm-hmm. I love. Ch- I'm a Laker fan. I'm a Niner fan. Like all those things matter. But what I'm saying Niner. is, yeah, mm. I was raised right. Um, but um, mm. but I also think that in 2021, categories are also used in a negative way to, well, to make sure. to vi- to be more divisive and um, to create to exclude people mm-hmm. and include people and elevate people and degrade people based off of whether or not you fit into a certain box or can check off a certain box. Now, whose fault is that the category or the people? I think it's definitely the, the powers to be that are utilizing that to um, keep their, keep their hand in the cookie jar and sure. be powerful. So that goes back to the idea that no matter what, you do people can use certain situations for or against you. Absolutely. You know, they can use it against you. Um, and they've been doing that forever, you know, uh, but that's why I'm so big in trying. Cause it's never going to be a hundred percent able to, mm-hmm. but you have to try to devalue those, um, their devalue the ability to have power over you as much as possible. <sighs> So if you buy into categories, then they could use categories against you. If you sure. don't buy into categories, then that their power is diminished. Well, you have to buy you have to buy in at a discount. Or try to positive well, things only. And then after that, if anything bad happens, it's like, yo, look, that you gotta account for that person and that person only. He's not part <laughs> of my category. Oh, you're I'm, trying to have a category buffet. Yeah. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. Uh because I can understand what you're saying because Right now, if one person does something, we throw a big blanket statement over it and says, everybody who does what that guy did is a blank, blank, blank. Right. Right? It is so easy to do that. And everybody jumps on board if you choose the right category to hate. Right. Right? And then if somebody says, hey, yo, that doesn't represent me. Someone says, hey, what are you talking about? You guys have been doing this forever. Right? And it's, it's easy to jump into that. It's, it's real easy, but it's also very easy to not count other people who do the exact same thing. But because you feel a certain kind of way about that category, you're just like, well, let's just kind of throw that under the bus and you know, keep it pushing. I also think that no two people are going to be 100% on every issue. So let's just take it to like politics, I guess. So if you're a Republican, you can't like any of the ideas that come out of a Democrat's mouth. And vice versa. If you're a Democrat, it could be a, a, a solution that maybe you like, but because you're team Democrat, if it came from a Republican, you got to be anti that. Right? Yeah, and, that's just like kind of for show, though, because. But know, that's what I'm saying. I think that's the problem with categories is that's what categories are turning yeah, yeah, into. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's where the power is, because yeah. we're, we're defining ourselves as Republican, Democrat, Crip, blood, like black, white. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know what relax, I mean? Like, yeah, relax. <laughs> Latin Kings saying all the names. <laughs> nah, but I'm just, that's, but that's what I'm saying. That's where the power needs to, that's where the power of the categories needs to be diminished because if you buy into that, um, tribalism, then they have power over you because they can manipulate your emotions through categories. That's only if you allow them to, because there's power in numbers in a positive sense you have to just be strong enough. You, your tribe, and your people have to understand that 
we ain't just going to let them break you. The, the entire world is based on categories. Because if you think about it, your household is a category. Your family is a category. But what you're talking about is being in a category, but still having independent thoughts. That's, yeah. So that's what I'm talking about. So that's why I'm saying diminish the category. Because if you're an independent thinker, you might be doing things to benefit your category, but you're not always defined by that category. And so in, in having those independent thoughts, you're able to not be manipulated by somebody who's defining you based off of that category. If I'm an independent thinker and I'm Indian and Indians are supposed to move one way, but I'm an independent thinker, i still love my, my culture and my category, I guess in this example, that doesn't mean just because they do something to Indians that I'm going to move because it's Indians. If I'm an independent thinker, I'm going to judge it based off of the thoughts that I have towards that. Not just because my whole culture moves this way. I got to move this way. And I think, unfortunately, that's what it's creating is like mm -hmm. if you don't move with your team, you're no longer a part of that team. You're the op to that team or you're not that team enough. Right. You're not Indian enough. You're not black enough. You're not white enough. You're not Republican enough. You're not Democrat enough. And I think that's where they're manipulating categories mm -hmm. where we need to be like, look, you're black, you're brown, I'm brown, but we can all be similar based off of values not necessarily just our skin color, culture, so on. And well, so forth. I mean, they know how to play that game to get sure weak people to. You I don't know. think it's only weak people though. No, man. it kind of is though, because the thing is, if you are if you define yourself by who you look around and say, "Well, okay, we're all in the same boat," um, and you don't separate yourself from things that you may not like. That kind of goes back into like if you think about like OGs on the hood, like on the corner and whatnot. You go, you go hang out with them, and they're telling kids nuts things. Like they're right. just telling kids insane things to do because that's what was handed down to them. But those kids don't want to grow up and do the opposite because their their people around them educated them to do it the way they told them to. Sure. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But so, but there's somebody else at home who needs to educate that kid. Hey, yo, look, you may hear all of this outside, but you need to be strong enough to listen to your gut. If you feel like what that person is telling you is wrong, you need to listen to that. But and what is that that you're depicting right now? That's an independent thinker. Sure. Right. But what I'm saying is that, like, if – you're if they're telling you that so like I'll, I'll give an example so uh somebody who's a good friend of mine um who happens to be similar culture as mine uh we got into a debate you slapped him <laughs> nah, nothing like that but I, in in this debate it got emotional and he spit out that white people have never had any type of struggle so he categorized a color of a skin and said they have never struggled. And I told him there is a poor white person in Appalachia right now that would kill to, to have your life. And well, he's, he means, he means culturally and statistically. But what I'm saying is in only looking at people in categories, uh -huh. you no longer are looking people. You're no longer looking at, 
people as a person, as an individual. Well, let's rephrase it then. What if he said the majority of white people have never had a struggle in human history? That would be false. Mm. Right? Because we only look at one aspect of history. Mm-hmm. There have been multiple uh, groups that have taken over and had different types of uh, empires mm-hmm. that weren't white. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? And so, like, so we're only speaking about a very small portion of history. That's 250, 300 years. Right. And that only, and I mean, you could, you could even go even further than that, like, you know, Roman Empire, all this kind of stuff. But I'm saying, like, but I'm saying, like, we are not, we are, you diminish individuals by, by only looking at categories. That's what I think. And I'm more about, you know, the freedom of the individual and, like, Stuff like that. I think that's more important than just categorizing everybody or throwing everybody into a group. Yeah, I mean, I hear what you're saying, and I agree, but I also think that there is a certain power in, um, in in being in territory that you know that these are your people. We have our backs. It's like going to church, you know, like we all think the same way. We all relate. We have each other's back. It's a, it's a two-sided thing you know as good as it can be i think i think the unfortunate part is because you're giving you're you're removing the power from people to not be manipulated as well because if there's a group of people who are in a specific category and there's a message that comes to them and people they uh decide to go against that um you're not giving people the opportunity just the same way that you said the white person in appalachia you're not giving somebody within that category to to not be somebody who can take that message and thwart it and throw it away sure i mean there obviously no extre- like we're not talking about get rid of categories altogether there's got to mm. be a, a healthy balance i think there's too much value put on categories right now mm. i think it could be more balanced where individuals so i'm i i used to um uh talk to this girl when i was living in philly and she was um african-american but she told me and it was something that really stuck out it was the first time anybody's ever said this about any any like any any um culture but she was christian and she said i am christian before i am black mm-hmm. and i was like wow i've never heard that before i've never heard somebody say i am hindu before i'm indian or i'm you know um, muslim before i am you know whatever she said i am more i am christian before i am black and mm-hmm. what that told me was like her values are based off of her faith, not necessarily her experiences as a black woman in in America, which which I think that gives opens up the ability to find similarities in values mm-hmm. versus experience and skin tone. Yeah. No, and and uh I think they're both valuable. Um I've heard people say I'm gay before I'm black. I've heard people say that. And I think I think that that approach is one that could connect in a, in a deeper sense. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're always that black girl is always going to have a moment where she can look at the other black girl in the room and and be like, man, look, this is some 
white people stuff right here, right? <laughs> she can always have that connection, right? But she also has a connections with what uh, with somebody white or somebody who who's of a different race who believes the same thing that she believes, and they have completely different backgrounds, but they just know, hey, yo, my ultimate goal is to go to heaven, right? Right, and and they can connect there, you know. So th- she can she's in that unique position where she has multiple things that connect her to other people. I think most people do though. Oh yeah. I think for those whites. (laughs) Get them out. (laughs) Throw them out. You are not, you are the weakest link. I saw Bucky talking about, Oh, I was in Wakanda. Get them out. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but he rode, he rode for the, he rode for the culture in that one. Did he? Yeah. He fought on the right side of, he was on the right side of history. And okay. I'll go back and watch it. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, but, yeah, no, you're right. Um, I just would like to see there be more opportunities for unity versus division. And I think that one of the ways to create more unity is by broadening what we are, um, is by having the ability to see more similarities between uh, groups versus uh, versus differences. And I think that that's where the powers to be, whatever it is, those that is, is CNN. taking advantage of right now. <laughs> the Illuminati. Um, but yeah, I think that's where, I, I think as a society, that's our biggest Achilles, Achilles heel right now is the fact that we are able to be manipulated by the square that we check mm. versus being able to independently see that we are more similar than we are different among a lot of categories. That goes back to the people. It goes back to the people. Why are you letting a square dictate who you are? Check it and keep it pushing. See, when I have kids, they're going to know some things. <laughs> I don't have any on the way. But when Allegedly. I do, <laughs> but when I do, I'm going to tell them things from the womb. You're going to be whispering. From the womb. It's a fact. All right. Let's go to something a little less uh, um, difficult. Heavy. Kanye West becomes the richest black man in history and then immediately becomes just the regular rich black guy in history. How'd that happen? I didn't see that second part. Oh, okay. So they said he was worth over $6 billion, almost $7 billion. But then they said, well, they were just valuating things that never came out yet. So... Um, so he hasn't sold anything with Gap. So they said, oops. Oh, I don't, <laughs> wait, I don't hear you. So they said, oops. Yeah, they oops. said oops. Yeah, they pretty much were like, yo, look, we said that the Gap deal was going to be about a $1.1 or however much. However, he sold $0 worth of merchandise. So <laughs> we can't, yeah, they can't evaluate things. But let's be real. Every rich person's evaluation is based off of speculation. Yeah, we don't know how much. Like, it's not liquid. It's based off of value of, you know, it's like they say. Oh, you're saying that rich people are not hoarding their wealth? Spoiler alert. (laughs) No, that's not how it works. (laughs) When they say this person is a billionaire, that doesn't necessarily mean they got a billion dollars liquid in the bank account that they're just keeping in the bank or that's not how it works their company's valued at this their stock value of how much they own 
is valued at this. They still got to be able to sell that. They still got to be able to liquidate that. Like that's not how it works. And most of these um, billionaires and, and millionaires, they are utilizing their money and, you know, utilizing debt in the proper way and so on and so forth to be able to, um, you know, make more, more money moves to be able to set themselves up. So, yeah, but I mean, going back to the point of Kanye West, like even if it, even if he does sell stuff from Gap and all that kind of stuff, that doesn't necessarily mean he could write a six point six billion dollar check at any point. You know what I mean? Like, I never knew that. <laughs> You're, t- I, I, oh, wow. <laughs> we didn't even put the livestock in there. Nope. Wow. Wyoming. So. Anybody else dip into Kim K's DMs? <laughs> That's all, Drake. <gasps> Take care. Really? Drake, you think Drake, so? Drake's going after all the exes now. I think he got there before they became exes. Maybe. Really? I hit it. I hit it. Allegedly. I hit it. I hit it. Can we talk about the first. Can we talk about the Kardashian empire? There's something I got to get off my chest. Oh, okay. All right, so it's you not a Kardashian. You know one of them? I know none of them, oh, well, but cut um, his mic, Chris. <laughs> uh, Kendall. Okay, is it Kendall? That's I don't the one? know. Kendall, she she's the thin one. Is, is it the one that um, is GoFundMe right now? She's doing the GoFundMe. A GoFundMe. Yeah. Okay, so Tell I think me, it's I Kendall. Know. Who's the other one? Who's the other Jenner? Kylie. I think it's Kylie. Kylie then it's got to be Kylie's a more rich one, right? Chris, uh, get to it. You know, I think Kylie's the one with the lip lip. Stuff. Yeah, Kylie's got the lip thing. Okay, okay. So it's Kylie. She's the one that dated Tiger. Yes. Okay, okay. When yeah, she Kylie. Was seven. <laughs> Allegedly. So, um, Kylie Jenner, I guess, has somebody in her life. Maybe it's a makeup artist or some kind of accessory that way. You know what I mean? So, got into an accident. Needs a surgery. Oh, I lost his mic. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Can you hear me still? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, needs a surgery. The surgery costs $60,000. Okay. Um, Kylie Jenner is worth millions upon millions. I think she might be close to a billion. She's, right? a, she's worth about a billion. Yeah, dollars. okay. Almost, like so 800 something. So, you would think 60000 is for a close friend is nothing, right? But what she's doing is she started a GoFundMe, and she's pleading with her fans to donate to be able to cover the 60,000 cost of the surgery. Okay. A couple things here. <laughs> we just turned around and said that the money is not liquid. Right. Right. So maybe she only got 53 grand in the bank. And <laughs> <laughs> it's not that unliquid either. <laughs> okay. So there's that. There's one. Second, what if she told the makeup artist, yeah, I'm going to pay, and the makeup artist said, yeah, nah, keep your money. Let's grift. Let's do a different kind of way. Let's grift. I, like, no, because the thing is, some people don't want somebody to pay for them. Like, I wouldn't want somebody to pay 60 grand, because you're always going to come back and say, like, remember when I did that for you? Right. So instead, let's go on GoFundMe and have all these people that are needing a stimmy check to be able to cover themselves you and all this kind of stuff. need a stimmy check. Do you know what kind of dumb things people are doing with Steamy Jack? People on OnlyFans. They going to Miami. They are throwing the money in OnlyFans. They all in Miami right now. All the Steamy money is being spent in Miami right now. That's a fact. <laughs> like re- America's reopening in four states. 
like, nah, but you you don't think this is ridiculous that one of the richest women in the world, sixty thousand is nothing. She's probably spent sixty thousand on a dress to go to the Grammys. She probably spent sixty thousand on some jewelry to to be in a photo shoot. She probably spends sixty thousand on. She probably spent that much on more than that on cars and so on and so forth to be able to like, this is something that I think you should have just wrote that check. It should have been out of the public eye and you just do that. Like why, why bring this to attention? Why? Because 2021 is grifting season. All right. And let's she see. is a grifter. Let's see what we got. USA today says Kylie Jenner criticized. Damn. She looks really bad in this picture. Oh, okay. <laughs> so now it fixed itself. Okay. For asking fans to donate to makeup artists, GoFundMe. Twitter has thoughts about Kylie Jenner's GoFundMe fundraiser request. So what is she supposed to fix everybody's face? Nah, if it's her friend and obviously it's important enough to take it to the public, just do it. All right. 23 year old. 23. Entrepreneur drew backlash over the weekend after seeking donations for makeup artist Samuel Rauda. Uh, Medical expenses following Rauda's car accident last, last weekend. Jenner posted a request for her fans to contribute, and she gave $5,000 to the cause herself. Wow. Only five Gs? Yo. Yo, that's the thing. Hey, Francia, I, when I get rich, I'm never telling anybody. Francia because if Selena I gave her kidney. That's a different person. Let's go. I don't think they're friends anymore, though. But I, friends either. But remains, <laughs> I would get my kidney back. A kidney. I would fight her for my doggone kidney. Kylie here's like, the thing. Hey, here's five G's. How are you going to say just five? Because. That ain't your money. First of all, because they are throwing much more than that at the strip club. Okay. That's and what they like to do. Great. But I'm saying. If that, it's and not somebody works at the strip club and they need health insurance. Sure. I'm sure the makeup artists want to be at the strip club too. That's what I'm she saying. shouldn't have gotten that what, car. What I am saying Perfect. is, if <laughs> what I what I am saying is, Kylie Jenner needs to not start a GoFundMe and instead start an OnlyFans, and she would need she would be able to use all those proceeds. Let's see what it says to pay here. for the surgery. Is it says, "Quote: May God watch over you and protect you." At makeup by Samuel Jenner wrote with a black and white photo of Rauda. Everyone take a moment to say a prayer for Sam, who got in a car accident this past weekend, and swipe up to visit his family's sick GoFundMe page. Uh, okay. Oh, it's not, it's not she, she, well, I'm Wait, she's not the one who set it up. That's what I was going to say. I, I had a stroke for a second. Oh, come on now. Let me so go to the GoFundMe page. Yeah, she didn't start it. Her family started it. Yeah, but I'm she okay could end this. it. She gave five I mean. grand. She Always. could cover the whole people, cost. People on Twitter saying Kylie Jenner bought her toddler a $15,000 handbag. That's not your money, though. That it's true. Hey, and huh? hey, look, I'm talking about freedom of the individual. She could do whatever she wants with her money. What I'm saying is the fact that she's going to the public, her fans, who... And maybe she's talking about just her rich... And obviously, she's not holding a gun to anybody's head and telling them they're not. I just think it looks optics are not good through a pandemic to be asking people for donations. That's one thing we're going to have to end. After the third STEMI, I don't want to hear anymore about the during a pandemic. I think until everybody's able to get their jobs back, it is what it is, man. Like, Let me find this black and white picture. It, it got to be fly. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, 
let me see, let me see, let me see this picture. Hey, here. but Kelby's caping for Kylie, so hey, get in, slide in those DMs, Kylie. Yo, breaking news. Take care. Breaking, breaking, breaking news. Bundle of Britney is pregnant. From the Indian dude? She was with an Indian guy? I think some kind of fitness model that might be from like some some Daisy culture. Nope. His name is Paul Washington Jr. Britney Spears? No. Bundle of Britney. Oh, I don't know who that is. The IG thought with the big old booty. Oh, see, I, I thought the only Britney is Britney Spears. The girl who said free that. Free uh, Britney, man. The, uh, <laughs> free the, Britney. No, the I suppose so. Uh, the girl, <laughs> the girl who said that Colin Kaepernick made her. Oh, get Renner. Her, yes, Brittany Renner. Bundle of Brittany with the booty. Ooh, gay. She's domesticated. She is. She is having a baby with PJ Washington from the Hornets. Yeah, old school baller. Is he? Yeah, he's not in the league no more, but he's a baller. He was a baller. Really? Yeah. I have no clue who he is. He used to play for the Hornets. Power forward. Yeah, you could tell from his arms he ain't shoot a basketball in a couple years. He's older, for sure. Paul Washington Jr., you sure? You sure? Oh, he's the junior? Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm talking about his daddy. Oh, no, nah. you think she's going to have a baby with Paul Wash? Maybe. <laughs> he fits all the see. criteria except age. Paul Washington. <laughs> 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 oh, interesting. Paul Washington Jr. is a 22-year-old man. Got you. How did he get Brittany Renner? He got it like from it. He's an athlete, but he's twenty two. And how old is? Do you know how Renner? many people have been with Brittany Renner? I mean, I don't know, but I mean, she wrote a book about it, and she, a lot. I'm guessing, right? Huh? A lot, right? She I mean, she, get, uh, she name names, so I don't think she's very like coy about it. Oh, this dude is twenty two. She's is not. He how old is she? She's like twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah, but I mean, you know, a thirty year old with a twenty year old. What is this, the kid Cougar. Are you rounding, though? Look. Let's see, Brittany Renner. So you you all about female empowerment when it comes to Kylie Jenner's money, but when it comes to Brittany She's Renner. She's 29. Yeah, when it comes to Brit- Brittany Jenner pulling younger dudes, that ain't that ain't okay? Yeah, because you know what she's trying to do. What? Have get a baby. Him young. No, have a baby. She's trying to get him young. <laughs> Go ahead. She's trying to have she's a baby have by a baby. me and be a millionaire. Like, yo. I'm, I'm sorry, PJ Washington. Now your arms do look like you shoot a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you better start hooping. You better get that. You better get to that second contract. That's a fact. You better hit a playoff once. <laughs> Jeez, Lou. That's you know, that's not who I thought that Brittany Renner would be with. You didn't think she was going to be with an athlete? No, but with this athlete, she's, she's, Look, she's all of older the, athlete material. Yeah, she's but like, all of the athletes that she's been with weren't necessarily superstars when she was with them. Like who? Like Kaepernick wasn't Kaepernick at that time. Kaepernick became Kaepernick in 2014, 2015, 2014. Yeah, when he, wants, when he went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but she was, he was dealing with her before he was starting and all that kind of stuff. Oh, she's a good luck jock. I mean, she's a good-looking woman. She's an athlete herself. Like, is she an athlete? She, yeah, she was a soccer player. Oh, so she like she's and she's in the industry. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no, I got you. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, what like, industry <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> I'm saying she was in the like you know these girls that get passed around in the industry. She's one of those chicks. So allegedly, I'm saying, mm. Brittany. Ryan. But hey. Shout out to Brittany. Congratulations. She's not one I would have uh, DM'd, but J-Lo. 
Congratulations, Brittany and PJ Jr. Yeah, con- con- congrats. A baby uh, is a beautiful thing. Yeah, I hope everything works out. Oh, my God. So much, <laughs> such hate. I'm just confused. Why? I don't get it. A 22-year-old with a 29-year-old? Look, maybe it wasn't he's planned. He's the loser here. Well, that's a fact. Wrap it up. That's a fact. Yo. That's a fact. Fellas out there, put a bulletproof condom on. Just just do it. Like Nike. <laughs> just do it. Get a Nike brand one. That's a fact. Uh, J-Lo. What about it? Gorgeous. She, she's teetering that possibility of her being single. She's trying to get Tom. She's trying to get Tom Brady rings. <laughs> I think what she's at four or five right now. Tom Brady just got one. She needs to go get another one. That's a fact. J Lo. Oh, okay. J Lo's toxic. Had, Let's had, just say it. No, 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 no. I had this conversation with somebody recently, and and I'm be honest with you, I have never heard Halle Berry talk this much. But they're saying. <laughs> that, <laughs> <laughs> But there's <laughs> that was great. But, that was elite. But, that was elite. But they're saying that Halle Berry and J Lo are the two toxic women of their time. I think Vivica got to be there too. Vivica, really? Vivica Fox? Why? Isn't she still single? It's not the single part. Yo, but she's been with a lot of dudes, too, in the that are famous, Oh, right? she was with Kanye or was she with 50? 50. She was with 50. And, like, other other dudes. We don't know if she's toxic. I'm not going to throw her in there yet. Because, because she, the, okay, the she's not is, as notable as Hallie. And- the difference is <laughs> Hallie and J-Lo get into these beautiful relationships. They get the ring. And then right at the altar, they're like, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. And they're the only common denominators. Bingo. So what does this mean for me, Chris? <laughs> hey, maybe, hey. I don't know. I know. Tell me. It means that there's a chance. I drunk text J-Lo, wrong number, so she ain't hit me back. You know what the lyric is. <laughs> don't. But hey. um, You know the lyric? I don't. It's Drake. That's why I knew it was Drake. Every song about every song about slipping into somebody's DMs, drunk texting, like hitting up somebody else's girl, hitting up your ex-girl, like all that stuff is Drake. Drake cornered the market on emotional text messaging. My favorite Drake line is my side girl got an iPhone with a screen crack. I can't still- hear you, fool. <laughs> my side chick. Got an iPhone with a screen crack, and she still texted back right away. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know what's funny? He was probably the side girl with the screen crack, and he was texting back. Georgia Smith was messing with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we waiting for that Drake doc to come out in ten years. Oh, it's gonna be nuts! It the, is gonna the, be the, nuts. The um, what was the R. Kelly one called? Oh, don't say that. No, don't. Say that. <laughs> it's gonna be that kind of doc. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna don't be say that. that. Don't say that. It's gonna don't be that. that. No, don't say that. Come on. It's going to be, he was a dog. He was a nice guy, but no, he was a dog. It's going to be grooming. I said it. Uh-oh. Yeah, I said it. <sighs> I am not hypnotized by the Drake. I do not Drake and drive. I do not. Uh, Never been Dra- caught? Never been caught up? Of course. But not because of Drake. Not because of Drake, but Drake has never been the soundtrack to. Never. Never. Because I feel like if I allow Drake into my mind like that, it turns me corny. Okay. 
I don't want to be corny. <laughs> I'm looking at you, kill me. <laughs> so you don't like any of his music? Drake's music is for women. It's not for men. No, nah, that's not true. <laughs> Chris, am I lying? Chris, am I lying? Yeah, no. <laughs> Drake so is funny, always man. singing to the ladies. So he's even Derek, when he's, he's Derek Jackson. Yeah, that's he's it. Derek Jackson. That's it. Who's had the most toxic relationships? We don't know about Drake because he has an amazing team that whitewashes that stuff. Whitewashes. Sorry, did I use the wrong color? No, that's not what it means. What whitewashes means cleans it like white out, like clean, like. White. Mm, why do you say black wash? Okay. That's, that's the cleaner color. Okay, black black washes. <laughs> that he doesn't make music for women. He makes women songs for women and for men. <laughs> and for Kelby. <laughs> you know my guy's able, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, bro. Hey, how could you like? You how could you like? Week. Hey, how could you like? Abel? I do. Wait, what? You were here last. How week. How could you like Abel and Drake? They like each other. Do they? Yes. I don't know. Abel is the sound of take care. Yeah, and then he didn't he come out and they have beef because he doesn't value like he No, uh on the Starboy album, they had the song, Drake was in the video, right. they're buddies again. Okay. This guy. <laughs> Only Kelby knows. Kelby knows the history. That's it. I mean, Kelby's all up on that IG, Drake's right? History. I do like them. <laughs> I do like the Canadian boys. <laughs> Them and Justin Bieber, just the, the nice little trio. The dude from Canada that I like the most is Tory Lanez. <gasps> yes. Toxic Tory. That's my dude. Tory is just a spinoff of Drake. Not true. That is not true, sir. You take that back, Kelby. Tell me how he's not. He's much different. Okay. <laughs> and when he's that's it. One, um, he <laughs> he got the same flow, the same type of bars, the same. That's beat. not true. First of all, Tory Lanez <clears throat> came out way, way back. I knew Tory. I was listening to Tory when he was like sixteen. Okay. He had this song year, called "Still." What year was that? I don't know. I mean, how old is he now? Do the math backwards. Come on, Kelby. Nineteen. But, <laughs> but um, <laughs> old enough to buy a gun to shoot a girl. <laughs> hey, allegedly. Just kidding. Just kidding allegedly. allegedly. No, that's a fact. There's no facts. That's a fact. There's that no it's facts. alleged. It's a yeah, fact. Yeah, that it's yeah, alleged. Alleged. Okay. I actually do like Tory Lanez a lot. You know, but I I'm old enough to remember him saying, "I'm gonna pay five thousand dollars for Drake to listen to my record." I'm right. old enough to hear. I'm old enough to remember. Look, at a certain point. It's not, um, I mean, you have to understand if you're coming up in Canada, Drake's probably a gatekeeper out there. But put the T on the gate. What did I say? Gatekeeper. Oh, uh, maybe it was a Freudian <laughs> slip. A gatekeeper. Okay. Put the T on the gate. <laughs> Enunciate that T. Pop your T when you're talking about Drake. Um, but like, you know, Tory did his own thing, man. Tory is not in that OVO umbrella. Who else from Canada can say that? He kind of is because he, he is loves not. Drake. He does not. What are you talking about? Nah, he had went on the stage. Drake was like, this guy's a you good guy. Drake, Yeah. And then he was begging for Drake to be his buddy. He's independent. He ain't begging for nothing. You trying, you oh making up. You capping right now. I do remember this where they Look, uh, it's not they had we the talking beef Tory and he said he said uh, uh doing a song with you is like taking a, my kid to work with you. You a one day star. <sighs> Because his name is Daystar Peterson. Oh. I don't know what you're trying to prove. 
All I'm saying is they like each other. I mean, in your world, everybody likes Drake. That's not true. Kelby likes Drake. I like Drake and Abel. Ooh, she said that's coming fake from a lady. Fake. She said I fake like him. Yeah, you are fake like. Him. Oh, you no, fake no, like okay, him. All right, all right, I know what she's talking about. Scorpion is a horrible album. What? It's a horrible album. However, I went to the Drake concert with Redman, and I somehow how was it with all those women there? You guys I went there the with Redman and <laughs> two was, dudes and all the women and the gays, no teeth. And the gays, no teeth. Gays, no teeth. And Gay somehow keepers. I knew every lyric to every song that was on Scorpion when yep. he was singing it. That concert was incredible. I heard he does put on a good. That show. concert was incredible. The stage turned into a cell phone and turned into a basketball court. And then the did he have a flying car? Yeah, a flying car. Yeah. The stage was incredible. Hey, he is. Aubrey is a no. Amazing, don't say Aubrey. Why? Because you ain't a fan. <laughs> I combat government. What? Oh, All right. Man. So Aubrey is a uh, amazing artist. I actually think he's really funny. I he's like funny. when he does his skits. Like I think he was hilarious in the Chris Brown video that he did with. I think when he hosts like the SPs and stuff like that, I think he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I don't like about him is he seems to go after everybody's ex. People okay. that he's supposedly friends with, and if I am, if I am a dude and my friends going after my ex, I think that's corny, and I think that. Well, how do you know what their relationship is, and how do you know if those things are true? I believe everything negative that comes out of my. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear what? Did you hear that there was a little lyric that came out? Mm, a little breakdown, huh? So DJ Drama. Went on to the uh, 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 Nori podcast, and he said, uh, Drake smashed your girl, okay? And DJ Drama said... Talking about who? Drake smashed whose girl? Drama's. Drama's oh. girl, right? And there's a little lyric, but I'm, I'm going to give you a little bit more of the backstory. DJ Drama said, nah, my girl don't even like Drake. When Drake is on, she say, turn that off, right? And everybody in the comment was like, what girl says turn Drake off, right? <laughs> and then, so then we went back to a song that was somewhat popular. And the song lyrics said, last year I had drama girl, not right now. Ooh. A little, uh, ah, look, a little sneaky bar. And everybody's like, I think Drake beat down drama's girl. Or he rapped about it. But then he got it. Maybe. I just know that things that I I, I do know because I was never there and I just believe it. Uh, <laughs> Rihanna thinks Drake's corny. She dated him. Yeah, and she th- she so she knows firsthand how corny he is. Uh, T.I. had people that pissed on Drake. Um, oh, come on now. P. You Diddy. believe that? Yes. T.I. got P- 30, 35 women that say he's a naughty, naughty boy. So that... Makes me even believe more that he'd have friends that'd piss on dudes and um and uh what P Diddy slapped him up, he, he, Chris Brown got into beef with him. You know, I mean people getting beef with people. Ludacris, Ludacris came at him pretty hard. These are people that I respect that are opposite ends of Drake. So you respect Chris? Uh I like his. I think he. Hey, I like look his at him. Music. Look. I mean. <laughs> I, re- I, li- I like him more than I like Drake. <sighs> wow. Not necessarily about character or anything like that, but just entertainment value. 
Who makes better music? They're in two different genres. Who makes better music? Tory Lanez. <laughs> Drake. Because Tory Lanez is baby Drake. <laughs> I refuse to believe that. Damn, I know you found him corny. I mean, I know he's sort of a corny dude, yes, but the, he kind of plays it off well. I think he makes great music. I think him as a person is corny, and I gave my reasons. Because he's sliding after other girls, but we don't know that. We do, though. How do we know that? Because it has been beefs about it. Like, when he did it with Karuchi, he did it. Think he was trying to get a Karuchi? After Chris Brown and Harry broke up. And then he, really, yeah, that's where the hole in the they he threw a bottle at her. Him that in was the, before that. Nah, my brother, you need to. I'm look, gonna be honest though. I, you got I blinders saw, on. I saw Karuchi one time. Yeah, I saw her one time. I don't care who she was dating. I'm dating her now. Right. She's she's, <laughs> she's beautiful, incredible. She's beautiful. Like she's she's built different. I just don't think Drake is that thorough as an individual. I think he's going to do what's best for Drake, and I think that. He is a cornball that ended up become like very talented. Ended up like you know m- m- getting with the right team where his talent and they were able to create a persona for him that you know create now a persona, Bruh. Started from the bottom. Now we here. That ain't Drake. Drake. When was Drake at the bottom of anything? Ah, oh, come on. You're one of those. How am I? What does one of those mean? A truth teller? Yes. Just because he was on TV doesn't mean he was rich. I'm talking about the fact that he did not necessarily come from the gutter. poverty. He didn't say that in the song. He said started from the bottom. So he didn't. He wasn't where he is now. Ten years ago, fifteen True. years ago. Okay. I'll Everybody starts at different points, but at the the bottom. Hey, Kelby point. caping for Drake Yo, is wild no, right it's now. Not, no, bro. but the thing is, Yo, you're saying things take that. Take care. Nah, like, yo, nah, where is nah. his? Yo, he has posters of Drake in his room right now, doesn't he? I probably got one. Yo. I got a picture of, of, of Brian Cranston. Brian oh, my That's God. That's the poster. I got. Okay. Well, I mean, at least Brian Cranston is, you know, not is authentically Brian Cranston. Well, yeah. Drake is not a gangster, but he continues well, to that act like I don't he is. like. I don't like when he does the gangster. I think this. Okay, you want to know what my biggest issue with Drake is? I think Drake. He talked could, to your girl once. No. <laughs> hey, I'm not. Yeah, just be honest. <laughs> I'm sure he. I mean, he could have probably stole any girl of mine that he wanted to if he wanted to. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a uh, crazy. But what I am saying is, I think that Drake could have done a lot about being a normal dude. With his talent and making music that would normalize a different way of rapping, that isn't just just like street all the time because he's not street and he's super talented and he he's able to do things with melodies that other people aren't able to do. He's a lyrical dude, all these kinds of things, but he still chose to do you know grimy hardcore gangster stuff when he. But that's only one of so many things. I'm saying, but he but he could have made it. He could have given. Normal dudes, normal, like, regular. But he did that already. Mm. Nah, I don't think he did. He's still trying to, like, hang out with, you know, Baca and, like, all these gangsters and Jay Prince and all these guys, like, that are just straight about, like, you know, the gangster life and mob ties. Like, come on, bro. Like, like, what are we doing? I mean, I don't like Scorpio. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, this is... This is still. This is still. I don't like Scorpion. I think and that's the my whole biggest thing. Album is garbage <laughs> because I'm not a gangster, 
And it would have been nice to be able to be, I'm more Drake than I am uh, anybody else, you know, like any other gangster rapper. So he could have made it, he could have normalized Sunil being a rapper, but nah. Well, I understand the jealousy. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not hate. It's still hate, but it's authentic. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't judge people's body because I know over time who you was and then who you start hanging out with and uh, could change you. Now, there's some people who do take it over the top, like 6ix9ine, I think somebody who's a complete fake. Yeah, but I think he is a adamant about being a character. Uh, I know he makes it seem like that's who he is. Nah, I think everybody knows he is playing that role. Everybody knows that, but I think in his own mind, he thinks he's this big bad blood. I think all he wants to do is expose everybody. That's the way he's going to get famous is by trying to expose as many people as possible. And I think that's what his, his MO is. Drake to me is he's just, He's just corny and he should just play. He wouldn't be corny if he would just be himself authentically instead of trying to be this tough guy. Who's cornier, him or Nick Cannon? Drake. Mm. At least you didn't say the all the way black guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon came from those areas. He just nah, come on. He now. just was he's I think Nick Cannon is being more <laughs> of who he is now that he has um, more ownership over what he what he's about. He was came up in Nickelodeon, so he couldn't authentically be himself. So now him, you know, surrounding himself with battle rappers and you know being more like uh, you know pro black and all this type of stuff comes from his confidence in knowing that his checks are still gonna be good regardless of you know what and and he has enough streams of income where he could lose one and still be all right mm. whereas he, but he was always this dude he just had to play the game because he was nickelodeon but he came from he came from la the streets man he didn't come from like the suburbs <sighs> come on where'd he come from nickelodeon <laughs> he grew up in nickelodeon he was on the set yo he was like seven <laughs> on all that come on man he wasn't seven but that's where i that's why i think the difference is so that's why, for me, Nick going to this, it's a shock for people that just know Nick Cannon is Nick Cannon the, you know, entertainer. But I think, for me, I'm looking at it like this is who he always was. It's just now he's feeling more comfortable to be that way, to have those elements around him and be more open about it. Well, I'll call Drake and say, what's up? Tell him. I'll tell him you said. <laughs> yeah, I will. Text but him. before we get out, we, before we move on, I got to go call. I got to go call my girl, sweetie. <laughs> all right this is the uh this is uh, like the fifth time i try to call somebody on this oh she bruno mars me you she, were l legit trying to call her yeah through ig yeah bold she, she bruno mars me she doesn't bold. have the, uh the video chat feature on here does bruno but, uh, marsing mean she dropped you the grenade? was gonna video chat sweetie that would be great that would have been great content What's the problem? <laughs> Not a single problem. I just don't think they're going to answer you. They maybe did. Maybe they think he's somebody else. All right, let me go ahead and call uh, J-Lo. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, let's see what we got here. J-Lo. I told her if she's on the block, I could take her out. I got the stimmy. Don't be fooled. <laughs> oh, boy. Here it is.
call failed. Damn. Because yeah, they know you trash. Wow. This guy keeps his he keeps his microphone off most of the show, <laughs> and he turns it on just to call a black man trash. Wow. Yeah. Wow, the racism. It's the racist for me. Oh, get out of here. Um, okay. Well, what else has happened? So I just watched. Uh, I actually wanted to um, talk to you about this. So tell me. Tell I me. just watched uh, Soul. Oh, okay. You've seen that movie? Yeah, I have. I watched it on Christmas. So it was interesting because um, I talked to some of my friends about it, and they were telling me about um, certain uh, debates and critiques that this movie has exposed or that has been happening because, you know, Twitter tries to debate everything. But um, one of the things that – one of the themes, obviously, was the – way purpose should be valued in um in our lives right because you know the the moral the story was you know he obviously his whole life was gearing towards being a musician that was your phone sorry Mm -hmm. being a musician was that j-lo calling back no she ain't calling dang sweetie I feel, nah, uh, I think it's Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> be like, hey, yo. Hey, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> yo, go play with balls. Damelo. <laughs> okay, so but um, so what purpose is? So obviously he wanted to be a musician. His whole life was geared around that. His whole identity was geared around being a musician. And then the moral of the story is he learns that you know he might have missed out on a lot of life or the experiences that he had. Because he was so focused on this purpose. So one of the storylines that is coming out is that there's this toxicity that we put pressure on people to have a purpose in life and focus on a purpose. And if you don't have a purpose, you are less than so on and so forth, which is supposedly that 22 character. She didn't have a purpose. And so like they were doing that. So I know you're a very driven person. I know you have you know, big goals, big aspirations, big dreams, and you focus on those goals and dreams and, you know, you, you sacrifice to be able to, you know, get closer to those dreams. So how do you feel about people thinking that having a purpose and focusing all your energy into that purpose is actually considered toxic? I didn't get that from the movie at all. I got that he was he what he thought was his purpose was not his purpose and he thought music was going to give him the fame and the accolades and everything like that that come along with it and then once he got it he realized wait a second I'm something is off here and his purpose is not music it's his ability to use music to affect others that's what I got from the That's movie. what I got as well but what I'm saying is what Twitter took away from it. Well, Twitter is filled with stupid Right, people. so let us do a podcast for those stupid people right now. And how do you feel about purpose being toxic? Well, it's not because at the end of the movie, he still has a purpose. It's We're not just talking not about he, the movie. We're I, talking about do you feel like having a purpose? It doesn't. It doesn't at all. It doesn't at all. The movie is actually showing that. Fine, I'll should, talk about it. Having a purpose uh, is have, it toxic? No, it's not toxic. You know why? why? Because somebody who's floating along um, in life is susceptible to being taken advantage of in many, 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 many ways. 
That doesn't mean it's going to happen. Bye, days. Oh, okay. You bringing me back something nice? Be All safe right. out there. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's going to happen, right? right? But somebody who wakes up every day and feels like, okay, I have something that I want to do today. It's to help somebody. It's to help myself. It's to be uh, a part of a reason why somebody smiled today. It gives you that sense of ability to feel accomplished and to accomplish. Having a goal and having a purpose is important. However, the toxicity of it may be if you just don't know what your goal or your purpose is in life, trying to find one, fabricate one out of the thin blue air can be toxic because everybody operates at a different speed and at a different pace. However, you can have micro purposes that you just do each and every day. Hey, today's purpose is for me to make some money. That's what I need to do today because I need to pay my rent at the end of the month. Hey, today's purpose is for me to see my parents because I know how important that is for me to connect with them on a weekly or monthly or even annual basis. You can have these many things where eventually you find what your purpose in life is. And ultimately, what you thought was your purpose could change. But it's always important to have something to look forward to and to strive for and to achieve and to try and achieve versus you just kind of floating along. And then you can, you can, uh, you'll never learn really, you know, from yourself because having something that you're striving for either allows you to accomplish something or to fail from something, two things you can learn from. If you have no standards and no nothing to chase after you'll, you'll have a tough time learning who you are. It's truth bars from Kelby. So, they made in the movie the people that were like ultra focused on a purpose into monsters, remember? So those people that would lose focused. sight of life, they would turn into those dudes that like the 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 ship was like they would turn into monsters. Really? Wait, what part of wait. So when they were in that alternate uh area uh-huh. and the guy on the ship uh-huh. and remember the people down low where where that were like I think they showed. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. So I really? think I didn't get that at all, but okay. Yeah. So they were turned into monsters because they lost sight of, they were so focused on this one purpose that they would lose sight of every other aspect of their life. And they would depict those people as monsters. Even 22 turned into that same monster because she was so focused on finding her focus or yeah. finding her purpose. I didn't get that at all. I, but, but, but uh-huh. let me do my point is, I agree with that. I think that you can be so ultra focused on one thing that it can make you toxic in all other aspects of your life. But I think that those people are also necessary because we would not have an iPhone if it wasn't for the ultra focus and toxicity of Steve Jobs. We would not have um, Amazon if it wasn't for the ultra focus and toxicity of Bezos. We would not have. Let me try to think. <laughs> Look, don't ne- say, don't my, say Kanye West. My next one was gonna be um, <laughs> if it wasn't for the ultra focus and toxicity of um, Elon Musk, we wouldn't have Tesla and you know, and he's African, South African. But but mm. what I'm saying is that like brother. some of these, some <laughs> of these toxic, 
some of these people that are ultra focused to the point that they become bad husbands, bad fathers, you know, maybe bad friends, bad bosses, whatever it is, we are all benefiting from them being that ultra focused because everybody uses Amazon. Mm -hmm. Everybody's using an iPhone. Everybody uses, um, you know, I mean, the things that Tesla is doing to uh, move forward our society is extremely important. So to act like that is not something that's good. I mean, I could understand if you're looking at it from a holistic life personality and maybe true happiness isn't found in that way or whatever it is spiritually or whatever that that may be, I could get it. But I don't necessarily think that... Um, I think there's a place for it. I think purpose is important. I think people that are unhappy tend to be because they don't have a purpose or they don't know why, um, why they, uh, they don't know why they need to like work hard or be disciplined or whatever the case may be. So I think that, I think that, um, when, when I watched it and there's a video that comes out about that, that was about the movie talking about how this movie exposed the toxic, um, toxic thought process of needing to find a purpose mm -hmm. i found that pretty interesting because i think that purpose is important look i didn't get that from the movie from that part of the movie at all i thought that it was people who were uh seeking out uh who were seeking out the other side of purpose the fulfillment part of purpose without putting in without realizing that it is important to them there's a lot of people who do things just because blank, right? I, I, imagine if you're a child, your parent is going to advise you, hey, you want to be a doctor so that you have a pretty comfortable life. But they may not say to you, you, you may want to be a doctor because you're going to change other people's lives. So you're going to affect people in a positive way. Right. And, but they're going to say it in that beneficial part for you. Hey, you should be a doctor because they pay, it pays pretty well. You're going to be comfortable. And... I got that from the movie, from that part where people are chasing after something that may not actually be their passion or that may not be something that they truly want, but they're doing it because, oh, the benefits just look so good or so nice, right? But Which part are you talking about? Just overall movie? No, when they, when they become monsters. No, no, no. That was definitely what they, the, the line was when somebody um, is so obsessed with one thing that they lose. They lose. Well, what if you have Asperger's disease? Here we go. That's, that's, a, that's a good point. That's like they're the only thing they can do is focus on one thing, actually. right? Uh, you're not going to tell me what I can think about, right? But the but that's not what I got from it. But if I were to stay on that point with you, there are different things that fulfill different people, right? Right. For some people, it's their work. I'm a very work heavy person. I love my work, and. I aspire to be the best person in the world at what I do. That's my goal in life, right? I want to like my, I ultimately want to bring children into this world because I want to be the best dad in the world. But I also want to be the person who that they can look up to and be like, yo, my dad did this. My dad accomplished this. So, some, some of the greatest things in our generation, my father did that. And that's something that I want, right? Mm. I understand that children uh, up to a certain age, they may not care about that, but at some point they will. And they'll they'll frame their life 
around uh, all of the work and all of the nicest sleep that I lost to accomplish. Right. Right. So uh, in life, it's real easy to say to the next person, hey, yo, you're doing too much. Right. But if there's something in somebody's heart and, and it's what makes them go. Yeah, they may sacrifice things for it. It could be their family. It could be things that to somebody, it's their everything. But that one person says, hey, look, I understand the optics of this. I understand that I'm losing my family over this, but I can't stop. Right. There's some things you just can't stop. And not everybody's good at everything. Well, sure. I mean, there's some people that just aren't good at maybe and aren't good at finding balance. You know what I mean? They're better True. at they could they'll be more accomplished by putting all their energy into one thing versus trying to they maybe they won't be successful at doing more than one thing at a time. But what's well, true. Ask Chris. I've asked Chris to do things for so many hours and he's like, Come on, we're done working and I'm like, No. Another hour, another two, another four. I really push people to the limit. Right. You know, but it's because all right, I Rick can- Ross. Is that what Rick Ross says? Push it to the limit. Oh, that's true, huh? No, but it's just inside of my bones, you know? So in the movie, I think I probably identified more with the people who are like, this is what I have to do. Right. You know, Um, I don't think that there's something toxic about that. What I think is toxic is you thinking that's toxic. Now, what's right for you is not right for everybody else. Absolutely. Absolutely. Bums. (laughs) And I think it's... I think at the end of the day, we can't judge anybody else's happiness, right? Like happiness is something that's internal and within you and you either you either are working towards it or maybe, you know, what makes me happy doesn't necessarily make somebody else happy. Right? It's true. Hey, I saw a comment, you know, when people thought Kanye West was the richest black guy in American history. They said he is the walking, living proof that money isn't everything because he has all the money in the world, but he's proven to be such a sad guy. And though I I, I feel Kanye West does, you know, count his pockets and he wants everybody to know how rich he is because for, for many reasons, you know, some which I think are probably good reasons. I still actually think that he has this deep passion for what he does, which people respond to because it's the level of quality that makes it so good now i own a pair of yeezys i hate them (laughs) they're some of the most uncomfortable shoes i have ever worn i like my champ shoes i got them at payless they're beautiful shoes i even have a pair that i never wore but when you when you have a passion the way that kanye west has a passion for what he does he he may sacrifice things that to the average person or to the next person or to the the person who's reading that story and is going to make that comment it seems abnormal man you're you're pretty much giving up your kids and your wife to do this but you don't know what makes his heart beat right and, and it's sad for the children you know but who am i to tell you what you have to do I think it's really hard to judge someone if you're not on the same level as them as well. 
So, like, I think both you and I have been blessed to be around some really successful people. And one thing that I've noticed about, you know, people that are millionaires and run successful businesses and manage thousands and thousands of people. You mean John and John? No. Oh. I, I'm talking about above that. He's still top dog. <laughs> but um, they look at the world in a different way, and their mind is working at a different way, and their level of... Their their just worldview is different than somebody who's making, you know, forty thousand a year or fifty thousand a year. It so may even be about the money though. But what I'm saying is, uh, like, how am I gonna judge somebody who's making multiple multiple millions to be like, oh, you're not as happy when I don't know the work that it takes to get to that point, or I don't know how they're living. I think somebody who has been that successful and is like. I'm still able to have this family balance and this balance and that balance mm-hmm. and looking at that person that's only focused on money and their whole life. Maybe that person could look at them and be like, dude, you're doing it wrong or, mm-hmm. you know, but somebody, me making the type of money that I'm making to look at Kanye and be like, dude, you're miserable. I'm like, I, I, I can't do that because I've never been able to make a billion dollars like he is either. And so the experience, maybe he's unhappy, but he also has reached the level of success financially that can put his family tree in a different uh, tax bracket and into a different mold. And and they're going to have opportunities that maybe me, even though everybody around me might be happy, aren't going to be able to achieve. Yeah, but, uh, you know... There, there's an argument there because there are some people that can tell you that having a father there is more valuable than whatever money he's going to leave behind for his kids. Maybe. But I know a lot of father people that have a really great father that would love to have an extra couple million in the bank account to be able to, you know, cover things as well. Right. But I'm sure because the reports are saying now that like he's not seeing his kids. Right. I, I remember something I said to my dad once. My dad, um, my dad, uh, forgot, he forgot my birthday, right? He forgot my birthday and he, he called me on the 15th. My birthday's on the 12th. He's like, Hey, happy birthday. I was like, cool. Thanks, man. And he was like, what's up, man? What's happening? What do you, you know? And I was like, my birthday's three days ago, dude. <laughs> and he was like. Ah, well, you know, the phone doesn't keep the thing. And I was like, no, it kept it because I put my birthday in your calendar. You just kind of saw it and then just kept pushing. And then then he sent me some money. And I said, (laughs) I was like, man, I appreciate the money, but I would much rather you had just remembered my birthday. Right. I'm an adult. I can make money, you know, but one day you're not going to be here anymore. And the money's also not going to be here anymore. And the only memory I'm going to have of this year is you three days later saying happy birthday mm-hmm. on the wrong day. And I, and then I said, do you even remember what happened the day I was born? Like, were you there? And he didn't say anything. And that's the type of conversation I don't want to have with some kids. I understand you may want more off of what you think is valuable, 
And I wish I could be able to provide that for you. Mm -hmm. But as a human being and as a person with integrity, when you make that fatherly decision, you make that choice. All right. You do have to sacrifice some things, Mm -hmm. you know, and Kanye West, I'm sure, is sacrificing his family for whatever it is that he's doing. Right. But he made that choice. But my dad's not Kanye West. Right. (laughs) I'm saying like if your dad, if I don't know how much he gave you, but if he was giving you $10 million still, I mean, you're saying that because you don't have $10 million. Yeah. But if my dad had $10 million to give me, I'm sure that money to me is not that valuable. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Kanye West's kids, he may be, he's probably putting millions of dollars in a fund for each of them by the time they're 18 they have money. Right. Right. So if he just says, I'm going to put a million dollars in your pants. Cool. Thanks, bud. Look, I don't like people talking about Kanye the way you're talking about Kanye right now. I no, no, but I'm not, I'm not really <laughs> talking about Kanye because yeah. I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle of it where I'm like, I understand the sacrifice. I remember rest in peace, Stu Levin first day in, in LA. He said, Hey, who here uh, wants to make it in the industry? Everybody raised their hand. And then he said, who here wants to go to every wedding that's back home? Who here wants to go to every funeral? Who here wants to be there for every Christmas, Thanksgiving, baby being born? And he said, everybody who rose your hand, you're going to move back home because you're going to fail here. Yeah. I think it's, I think, yeah, for sure. But I also think that uh, there there can be a good balance, you know, but, um, you know, not everybody figures it out right away. You know, and so that's why I'm saying not everybody is, is, uh, not everybody values things the same way and not everybody's capable of managing things the right way or um, in a positive way. But going back to the point, I think there's going to be. <laughs> What's in this? What's in this? Oh, I got water too. Thank you. though. Oh, my Appreciate you. I thought it was something different. I'll take one. I was hoping it was something different, but, um, but yeah, like, I mean, at the end of the day, like, like you said, going back to the, bringing it all full circle. I know. I just be fighting my own points. <laughs> the category of him being the richest black dude ever uh-huh. makes other black people want to go and believe that they could be billionaires. See why it's important to be the first one? <laughs> but you calling him a terrible daddy, so I don't no, know. I'm not calling him that. No, that's exactly what you said. I'm saying rewind the I, tape. I'm saying I understand choices. I understand choices. To some people, it may be a bad one. To other people, it may be a great one. Yeah, and I think um, from the outside looking in, we have no space to judge because we don't yeah, know what's no, really going on. No, no, I don't have any. Um, but I would have stayed with Kim. <laughs> Who knows if they're not? Hey, she's still West on her Twitter handle. I really, I mean, look. I like Kim Kardashian. I think she's great. I also think that they're amazing marketers and their show's coming out. And I think it's pretty convenient that all this drama's coming out. Nobody knows what the resolution is, but they're about to put out a show that that features all of this. And she still has West in her Twitter handle. So my guess is. It'll come off when the episode comes out. Or it's all going to lead to the final episode of them figuring it out, reuniting and being a family together. I hope so. Me too. For the kids, for everybody's happiness and health, unless it's not a good relationship, but 
if it is a good relationship and they can salvage it, you know, we all want the happy ending at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's that on Kanye West and his parenting skills. Look at you guys with your iPhones. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Disgusting. Chris didn't have an iPhone for the longest time. I fought it. Really? For years. How do you, how how do you feel now that you're on my phone? I don't know. Um, I fought it for years because at the time, the last iPhone I had was the iPhone 4. I didn't even have Siri. Dude, I, my last iPhone was the iPhone 4 too. Yeah, and I, I switched because I what? couldn't. I went from 4 to 7 to the 12. Really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about to say, I had, no, I went 4 straight to the 12. Yeah, it's like I just got this iPhone. And I fought it for years because it was like, they do the same things, and I can get a phone for cheaper. So, like, the Google Nexus had, like, the Nexus 5 at the time. It was this bright, like, bright, bright red phone. But it was, like, half the price of an iPhone. And it did the same shit. So I was like, I'm not going to spend all this money on an iPhone just because everyone can have a blue practical, blue message thing. And I kept fighting it for years because it was like, okay, Nexus did this thing. OnePlus is this awesome phone company did the same thing. Uh... They're called the flagship killers. It was the same quality as an iPhone, half the price. So I was doing all that. I got all the the OnePlus phones. And then one day it was like, oh, the new OnePlus is coming out. It's the same price as the iPhone. I was like, but the iPhone got the camera. And the iPhone, like most of our clients have iPhones. Like it's easier to contact them. Things are easier on the iPhone. Like you don't have to fight. Like my phone be resetting. They took you <laughs> to the dark side. And then at that point, I was like, I might as well just get an iPhone. Kelby making these faces like he ain't about to go buy an iPhone. I made the choice today. <laughs> just now. To keep my Note 10. It's been wow. Freaking, it's been freaking out on me. But I got a pen. I got a, I got a stylus. When the hell do you use a stylus? I use it all the time. Hey. Right on what PDF if, whenever what I got a sign Drake things. starts promoting Apple? He, does, he already does. does. He got twenty million dollars for it. Wow, and you not you not uh, so you not really. You know why Drake. I have Apple Music? Because of Aubrey. Because of Aubrey. Because they did the views thing. Uh, you you got to get. Uh, he got the thing, and I got it. And then I didn't want to get Spotify because at the time Spotify used to tell Facebook what you're listening to, right? And I didn't want people to know what I was listening to. So I was like, okay, let me get on Apple Music. Streaming has come a long way in five years. Yeah. In 10 years, realistically. Because I remember Spotify coming out on Facebook in 2011. But it's come a long way. I remember Pandora. That was like the first. Pandora was my jam. Now if you have Pandora, now you're a loser. Now, Pan- <laughs> now Pandora is like a bracelet. Yeah, <laughs> from K Jewelers or something. Pandora's trash. <laughs> and then, and then if you pay for Pandora, like Pandora Premium or whatever, wow. definitely need a therapist. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I got it because of Drake and I never let go of it. I ain't gonna lie to you. Apple Music is the worst streaming app I've ever used. Wow. Really? It's so bad. Aubrey it glitches so. up all the time. Use the phone you use. I don't it. use it. I'm saying you would think that <laughs> if you don't use, if you don't use Apple, probably works better with Apple products. Yeah, yeah I bought might. some B headphones. You know what the B is? Rounds with feet. I bought some of those. They work so bad on my phone. I thought it was the headphones. I, I spent seventy bucks on headphones, eighty bucks on headphones, hundred dollars. Then I got the Beats. You probably should have got was, them Ray J, Ray J headphones. Yeah, I should have. I thought about that. But then I was in Best Buy and I just saw the B, the B, and I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get that one. 
Um, and they still work like trash on my phone. So the guy was like, well, you need an iPhone to make it work really well. See, I was like, Mm, I'll think about it. If I do get one, it'll be the 13 or the one that comes out later on this year. Yeah. Like I like my iPhone, but I'm not like super loyal to the company anymore. Just because I realize it's. Oh, you was talking all that. I love this thing. This is my baby. I do. This thing is awesome. Okay. This thing's wonderful. Um, I'm just not like diehard iPhone. You open if something else comes out. Yeah. You might try it out. Yeah. I don't I'm like not, how social media plays around with iPhone and Android. I'm not. I mean, you can't even get on Clubhouse. I don't need. The I don't need thing, Clubhouse. You see twi- Twitter's trying to. Yeah, that's all right. Twitter's trash. Twitter's trying <laughs> to take, take Clubhouse. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, pretty soon, all of these companies are going to be exactly the same. Yeah. Instagram is Snapchat and TikTok all right. put into one. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, Snapchat tried to do their TikTok thing, but it's real dumb the way that they do it twitter has the fleets now yeah like they're all the same facebook yeah. has stories and they're trying to become youtube uh, yeah they're all the same it, the, the same four people have enough money to let you run your app for a little bit once it gets a little nice little valuation they're like okay it's ours now right either we're gonna buy it or we're just gonna make our own version of it right right i I'm, thought clubhouse was a unique idea though it just shows how quick these other companies can swoop it up and make their own version. Are you still on it? I mean, I have it, but I don't really utilize it that much because I still don't understand it. But I think it's cool, like, the idea. You use it? No. I have muted my notifications, too, because every five seconds, it's telling you somebody's talking about something. Yeah. And if you even, like, accidentally tap it, you're immediately in the room and, and your phone starts talking to you and you're like, ah, oh, stop, stop, stop. I think, I think there's some really decent conversations that happen. From it. I think like a lot of people are really finding value in those type of long, long, long form conversations and having the ability to actually communicate directly with, you know, somebody. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I heard about Elon Musk. You know. Elon Musk. Goge to the moon. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, you could actually hear like real life like, conversations and it's cool like especially me being a niner fan there'll be like a niner thing that you could go in there and talk to other niner fans about and you know you have when you have c stuff's going on you could jump in there and talk about the fights with other people from all over i I really don't understand how people are not fans of the new york giants (laughs) anyway (laughs) because you're not from new york (laughs) i don't don't get that (laughs) it's like it's so easy to be hey danny dimes is gonna this is gonna be his year come on now come on now they just signed galladay it's yo he gonna have some weapons we're going to the saquon gonna be coming back we're going to did you say um he coming back we're going to the super bowl okay um i saw odell pretending to be still sporty Hey, Odell always on his redemption tour. Oh, adorable. <laughs> um, last thing I'm going to say before I get out of here, unless you have something else you want to say. Um, I realized that I did not have $11 in Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> what was the actual total? You have 11 cents? I have you 51 cents. Wow. But my 51 cents... Turned into is forty two dollars and forty five cents. Wow, that's something. That's a and up. last week it was sixty bucks, almost sixty bucks. Right nice. on. So, um, that just goes to show you, Doge to the moon. Ah. yes, please. That's to the moon. Doge. You still holding on to it? Mm-hmm. it? Did it go down? I'm at five cents. Wow, but I bought it at a seven thousandth of a cent. <laughs> so How much did you put in again? Fifty bucks. Now I'm at like. 
three, four hundred. I made a couple hundred off, the, off of those, and I sold it because I had to get out of Robinhood. You got uh, off yeah, Robinhood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had Why? to sell everything because Robinhood messed up everything. With the, the uh, GameStop? Yep. GameStop. So yo, what are you on, Weeble? I'm not on anything right now. Weeble. I need to get back into it. But I, now I just don't trust these. I don't trust them. I mean, what are you going to do? Exactly. Not give them power. Not give them my money and just stay broke. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stay broke. Changes. Go invest into some conservative. I'm going to stay at the bottom and I'm mutual here. Mutual fund. Staying at the bottom and I'm here. Look at this guy, nasty. All right, y'all. That's pretty much it. My 51 cents of uh, Bitcoin is making me a rich, rich man. I wish I put $4. Should have. So we talking about uh, the changes of the podcast after this episode? Yes. So... The podcast is going to change I just don't know into what <laughs> However, I think I might ask people for their, for their opinions We're looking for a new name for the show It's going to be four toxic guys Speaking from their own perspectives On important things Go Whoever comes up with the best name, I'm going to send you guys 51 cents. And a case of Latino water. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Canceled. <laughs> we haven't even started yet. <laughs> Was it coming from Flint? <laughs> it's not Latino water, bro. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much all I got. All right. Thanks for listening to Black Soldier for the past 30 Two, 31, 32 episodes. Uh, it's, it's been a nice wild ride. I want to thank Rashawn. I want to thank uh, the lovely Carmela for starting out the show with me the second time around. I want to thank Big Lou Magoo for creating the show. I want to thank my brother uh, Todd and TJ. No, not TJ. Todd and uh, Tyler. Uh, brother T- Todd and Tyler. For Yo, that's wild. So that is wild. <laughs> Yo, you try to have a heart to heart moment. No, can't no, even no, remember. But Tyler, the, no, but can't Tyler, even remember Tyler, the name. No, Tyler's white. <laughs> so, oh, okay. So this is just reverse racism. Yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, there's no such thing. Oh, okay. My Wait, th- they hold all the power. <laughs> They've never struggled in anything in their life. Okay. Um, but I do want to thank them, Tyler. Sorry. It's been, I've, I haven't seen Tyler in a year. Um, Tyler and Todd and everybody who worked on Black Soldier the first time around, the second time around, everybody at Guff and, uh, and Studio 71. We want to thank you for a fun ride, but the show is going to change. Let's find out together what it's going to be. But until then, my name is Kelby. This is the final episode of the Black Stars podcast. Also, I want to thank Chris for working on the board. Sam, too. Who else? That was it. Tyler. That's my dog. Tyler. <laughs> and all the guests that we've had on the show as well. Um, and Kirk, my guy Kirk, Dad Beats. And that's about it. Oh, yeah, Dad Beats. Dad Beats. I like Dad Beats. All right. But most importantly, Tyler. Tyler. Not, no. He's in the range of importance. All right. um, And that's that. See you next time.